Hello, everybody. This is Joshua Hatton with One Nation Under Whiskey Podcast. I'm joined today, and I'm joined as always by my good friend, my business partner, Mr. Jason Johnston Yellen. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to be here. It's good to be back. It's good to be with you. It's good to be amongst our listeners. You are, but but you're you're doing it from, as I understand it, uh, Wales vagina. It's true, and that's that's the name of the city in the old German, uh, the old German Santiago. It is, it is, it is the Wales vagina by the sea. <laughs> it's a lovely place. I, I thoroughly enjoy being back here. I'm, I'm. It's what October. Third week of October, and I'm sitting here in shorts and a t-shirt. I've just come in from the beach. Mm-hmm. I I did not do any kind of surfing. I did not expose any part of myself to the sun. Shine. <laughs> <laughs> you write your own jokes, Joshua. You write your own jokes. <laughs> so, so what? I am. Yeah, go ahead. Let me tell you this. I am the Scotsman on the beach. Yeah, under an umbrella canopy. Uh-huh. Covered in SPF 70 sunscreen. Okay. With a towel covering his bare legs. <laughs> and guess what my mother-in-law said to me this morning? Um, he'll get your death out here. I, I don't know. What did she say? She said, you look like you got sunburned on the beach. <laughs> I am that white. I just look out a window and I get a sunburn on, over in San Diego. Is that a Scottish curse? Is it just everybody or is that is that just how white your family is? Well, the, the thing is we're built for anti-rust. <laughs> so, so anti-rust doesn't travel well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for those who are built anti-burn, fantastic. Power oh. to you. But we are anti-rust. Oh, so. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we can we can live in a wet, damp climate, moderately cold all the time, but we but we don't rust, but mm-hmm. we also don't tan. So okay, yeah. So it's a it's a curse and a blessing, Joshua. It sounds that way. It really does sound that way. <laughs> I'm glad you picked <laughs> up on that. So what were you going to ask? Uh, why so, I'm here? Yeah. So so what brings you to to San Diego? Is it uh, doing the the Jewish holidays with your 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 wife and family, or is it in a yeah. in a sense we got some crossover? But I'm actually here for our nephew's bar mitzvah. That's right. So we enjoyed that over the weekend. That was a, a jolly fun time. But his bar mitzvah coincided with the end of Sukkot and the beginning of Simchat Torah, which is for those who don't know, a Sukkot is a an eight day Jewish holiday that actually. Thanksgiving, the American holiday of Thanksgiving is, is based after, and the holiday of Simchat Torah, it's, it's, you know, Jews all around the world read the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. It takes them a year to do it, and they end at Simchat Torah. So your nephew has quite the, uh, quite the time to become a bar mitzvah. It was crazy, yeah. It was crazy. Of all the, the bar and bat mitzvah that I've attended through family, friends, extended strangers. Um, yeah, I've, n- I've never had one that's overlapped with this much going on in the Jewish calendar. Wow. It was also interesting because it was his mom and dad's wedding anniversary the day before um, he started his bar mitzvah uh, services. Wow. And he's like, how do I follow that? You know? And did he yeah. fail? Did he... 
No, he was amazing. He was, he was amazing, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now my kid's the next one. That's yeah. amazing. So Kai's, Kai's under pressure now. He has seen fantastic, fantastic young Jewish boys and girls become wonderful Jewish men and women uh, over the course of 2019. And now he's ready for 2020. Oi. <laughs> wow. So yeah. here we are. So what are we doing today, Joshua? Who are we? Who are we interviewing today? Uh, today we uh, well today we're not interviewing anyone. Today what we're doing is we are including the interview that we did with the good Chun Van Well of Maltstock in with Indeed. today's good, episode. Good lad. Yes. Uh, I went back earlier today to, you know, to review the audio, to edit the audio, take out some things that definitely should not make it to the final cut and and look for any ums and ahs to remove and so on. And so what I have to report to you is that there were very few, if any, ums and ahs. But listening back, I, I had forgotten that you and I spoke with Chun as we were leaving on the very last day at around 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't forget that. I'm, I'm not sure I remembered it, mm-hmm. but I certainly didn't forget it. We did have some fun sitting there sharing some very special drams. He mm-hmm. just kept pulling drams out of his pockets and yeah. saying, this, this one might be good for the interview. And, and we would drink and we would be happy. But I also remember it coming at the end of, of a pleasantly long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I also remember us roaming around trying to find a place to record. And we finally did find a place. It, <laughs> took, it took us a while, man. I didn't think a 2.30 a.m. interview would be that difficult <laughs> to find a quiet corner. Yeah. But it was. It really was. So I've got a question for you before, before we hand it over to yeah. tune in ourselves. Yeah. This was your very first malt stock mm-hmm. f- event. And this was my third and so as a first-time attendee, thinking back to, to, the, to our time there, what was, what was maybe one or two highlights of the event for you? And, and then on top of that, maybe just one highlight. And then on top of that, you know, you had heard me banging on about this show for two years. And, and did it live up to everything that I said it would live up to? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we covered some of this on a on an earlier episode just after you and I had come back from Maltstock, but it's certainly worth repeating that my absolute highlight were the people, both mm. attendees and organizers. It was incredibly well run. It, as much as it's billed as a relaxed weekend, it's a very tight ship, mm-hmm. and they're not afraid to keep people on their schedules. Oh, yes. And it's... And as somebody pouring at an event like that and talking and presenting at an event like that, it is very much appreciated. Because, I don't know if anyone's picked up on this, but <laughs> you and I are not afraid to get long-winded, spend time with people talking about not just our whiskies, but whiskey in general, the yeah. industry in general. Uh, you know, We love covering the broad gamut of whiskey. And so it was good to have organizers who knew where we needed to be, where we should be, what time we should be there. 
that that was very uh, very much appreciated. Yeah. But then also the attendees, and I, I I do know that I've said this previously. I didn't see anybody get sloppy. I didn't see anybody fall yeah. over. I didn't see or hear anybody get belligerent. And we're talking fourteen-hour drinking days, where you know it's easy to get messy. Nobody did. All the attendees were incredibly respectful. Mm-hmm. People were just there to talk whiskey, taste some whiskey. Not a not a drunk fest. I thoroughly appreciated that, and so that that definitely made me incredibly happy. Good. And then, did it live up to your billing? Absolutely, yeah, uh, absolutely. the The fact that we got to do a master class with Mr. Mark Watt, who was tremendous, Phenomenal. tremendous fun. Yeah. That that was that was a huge personal achievement for me. I, I don't want to speak on behalf of us, no. even though I know you feel the same yeah, way. The same exactly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so, so to be able to do back to back master classes on a Friday evening in a in a an old chapel in the Netherlands in September, like just an amazing list of achievements there that make me incredibly happy, incredibly proud. And then, yeah, the quality of the booze being poured. And shared, I should emphasize that aspect yes, of it. Yes, yes, yes. And being shared was was stupendous. And I'm really glad that people liked our whiskeys and our brand as much as they did. But I'm also pleased that I got to experience other people's whiskeys, other people's brands, and listen to other people's stories mm. about whiskey and about the industry and about their own journeys. Yeah, I, geez, what's not to absolutely love? It's great. No, I, I, I love hearing all that. And, you, you know, not included in this interview, I was thinking back to the things that I enjoyed the most and the things that maybe surprised me the most. And the thing that surprised me the most, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to include this because I don't know how interesting this is, but uh, it, there was a cheese table there. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I didn't even approach it, but I, I did see it out the corner of my eye. Did yeah. you approach it? Yeah. Je- uh, Jess, our, our good friend, Jess Lomas, was with me, and, and we're just sort of walking around in between tastings, and and I look over, and I see these, you know, wheel upon wheel of cheese and, and, and different kinds, and I hear this, this guy behind the table saying, you know, try this whiskey with or try this cheese with a good sherried whiskey. Try this one with a good Isla. Uh, like, oh, right, okay, let's let's get some education here. Yummy. And, uh, yeah, that was quite delicious, quite delicious. That sounds like a fantastic way to do some whiskey business. Yeah, with it, without it being too risky. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, this is a tangent of, of one description, but it is linked. On our last episode, we posted our interview that we conducted at Maltstock with the very good Ian Robertson oh, yeah. of Rassay Distillery. Mm-hmm. And we we wished him well in his nuptials in that episode. And it came to pass that he got married on the day you and I recorded his episode, October 4th. Yeah, as he and, and she, the good Miss... Miss Fiona. Uh, Miss Fiona. Uh, <laughs> I well done. It, I, Flawless. I, I knew it was I knew it was Fiona, but I was going to say the good Miss Robertson. But uh, uh, but but I don't know if she took his last name. She may have 
uh, routine. Did you do not? Which is why I tried to help you out, but you still circled back to this comment. Uh, as as they were saying, I do. Yep. You and I were were counting elephants and, and getting ready to record that podcast, that episode, which I have to tell you that that episode in particular beat whatever standing record it was, and I, I forget what it was, with regards to downloads and streams on the day that it dropped, hmm. uh, our episode with Ian Robertson... Uh, beat the previous record, which I think was Matthew Reese, the Emmy Award-winning actor. Ah, yes, the Emmy Award-winning actor, Matthew Reese. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with him. Yes. <laughs> but, but I also wanted to double back on the Ian Robertson episode, partly because of the Maltstock connection, but also because we, we read on Instagram from his good wife, Fiona, that he actually listened to the episode on his honeymoon. As did she. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I don't think she had a choice. <laughs> You're I, my good wife yeah. now. Sit down. I, listen. I just hope they didn't incorporate it into the lovemaking. Please. <laughs> you, you can't help but say the quiet part out loud. <laughs> You can't help yourself. (laughs) Um, The other reason I wanted to double back to the last episode in which we gave a shout out to Charlie at Balvenie after our European sales manager had been through there, Charlie reached out via the instant medias and it only turns out he's the distillery ambassador at the Balvenie. All right. Right. And so to, to know that a man in a lofty position is driving up and down roads listening to our whiskey nonsense really fills my heart with joy, Joshua Hatton. <laughs> my, really makes me makes me giddy with happiness. It's just nice to know you have a heart. Oh, easy. Oh, I mean, uh, I, did I, you're right. I keep saying the quiet parts out loud. Um, <laughs> more amazed I got away without a dick joke being thrown my way, so I'll be thankful for small mercies. <laughs> And then the very final thing that I want to double back to yes. is the wonderful James Saxon, who I've known for many a year now and is now in the employ of Compass Box Amazing. and works very closely with the very talented John Glazer. He also reached out over the instant medias to be very complimentary about the podcast, which I, I know he listens to every episode. But he, he made a wonderful comment. I wanted to put it in front of our listeners today. Okay. He said, as soon as I hear the guitar intro, I sit back, I relax, and I know that everything's going to be good. Because every little thing is going to be all right. Singing no Which is, which I really like that comment because I don't feel that way. As soon as I hear the guitar go, I'm like, oh, what nonsense is Joshua going to throw at me today? So the wow. fact that the listener, and, and James Saxon in particular, is relaxed yes. in the presence of One Nation Under Whiskey is a, is a wonderful thing. Um, I just don't think he should listen to us while operating heavy machinery. <laughs> well, I tell you, this is, it's almost been three years now. And I have yet 
to, uh, I know you don't relax, but I haven't done anything so terrible. Uh, but but now I feel as if you've you've put a challenge in front of me. <laughs> oh gosh, there's going to be more quiet parts coming out loud. Uh, but speak, I don't know if yeah. you said there was a record with the Ian Robertson episode on downloads and streams. Yeah, I I also have to wonder if there was a record set with the number of dick jokes per minute. Uh, in that episode. I don't remember us having interviews that have got quite that many dick jokes or dick references. Yeah, the, the you know, it's it's basically the DJ PM, dick jokes per minute um, reading was, was, was off the chart, off the charts, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of the Geiger counters that they introduced us to in high school. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the DJPM meter, just throwing the bar all the way to the end. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So that's that's the business that I wanted to catch up on. Good, good. Thank and you. And we've we've intro- introduced uh, the wonderful Chun Van Wheeler Van Well. Chun Van Well. Van Well. Van Well. And actually, it was it was it was the good James Saxon that I think you his comment to you was probably the better segue because he said he hears the guitar tracks. He sits back and he relaxes. And I was just thinking that actually, I, I didn't do that by design, but there was definitely a relaxed nod and a wink there to Maltstock. Yeah. So, uh, as listeners may or may not know, uh, relaxed is the Maltstock motto, and everything that they do is in an effort to ensure that all of their attendees and all of their exhibitors are having a nice relaxed time for that malt stock weekend. And uh, like you had said before, they run a, uh, while that is their goal, they run a tight ship to ensure that that really happens. So I feel bad for them because they can't relax. No, Uh, no. (laughs) But they do ensure that everybody else does. Yeah. 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 No, tremendous, tremendous group. and, And it's a real pleasure to have Tune on the podcast. And hopefully our listeners will thoroughly enjoy him. We hope so too. So as before with the Ian Robertson episode, we're just going to hand it over to the conversation. And then after that will be the the outro music. There may or may not be a little Easter egg at the end after the music. So uh, keep your ears peeled. Do People don't peel ears. They don't know. They no, don't. No. What, what do they keep, say? Keep your, keep your ears pricked. <laughs> so one of the beautiful things about malt stock, and Mark had said this before, Mark Watt, he said what he loved about malt stock was just getting to hang out with friends, people on the level, to drink good whiskey. And you get people like yourself who say, oh, why don't you taste this? And Chun brings out... Some Banff from 1976. Nils had a, a Ardbeg 17-year-old. You know, people are just only if you get to be on the radio. Uh, I know. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it's special. I'm just saying it's special. I'm trying to give you compliments. God damn it. 
<laughs> the radio. <laughs> Nobody's had the radio since 1986. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I love the fact that you're our age. I love that the most. <laughs> Are you guys like vloggers? <laughs> <laughs> we're neither swingers nor fluffers, but we're happy to be here. <laughs> oh, no swingers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So first off, cheers. No, I got an no? empty glass now. Oh, you have an empty oh glass? Oh my god, you just That's crushed bullshit. the Clinley. Yeah, crush this is a bamf oh on the table. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> I must too crush I the like Clinley. Okay. When did Banff close? Was it 83? Nerd, 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 nerd. <laughs> Come on, nerd, give us the answer. <laughs> Couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> you know it closed, though. Also, I'm making the whiskey quiz, so any questions for next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, good. So now you, you've got, okay. you're going to get a little bit easy. Okay. Let Chun pour it for you. A little bamf. I really sir. like bamf. And Mark is actually thank you, thank you, for that. <laughs> thank you. That's a huge So was this board. a, a Caddenhead's bamf? Oh, no, no, this no, is no. Hallmark. All Marcus and James. Yeah, stick with it. Come on. I'm sorry. Focus. Tell him. Focus. Focus. Okay. So first off, cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Thank you, too. Slanjitov. Slanjitov. Oh, that's nice. So this is this is now year three for me at Maltstock. And, and, and for Jason. And for Jason. We broke Jason's Maltstock hymen. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I spent like the weekend bleeding. It's been <laughs> tremendous. I, I feel cleansed. Good. Really Glad cleansed. you enjoyed it. It has been remarkable. And I said this, you and I spent a very pleasurable amount of time speaking to one another last evening. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, spooning happened. I expected amazing Talking. things from Allstock, and being here has been greater than the things that I imagined being here. So you being here made Maltstock greater. I would agree with that. You made Maltstock great again. I did make exactly. Maltstock great again. Damn those Americans. <laughs> and next year when I come here, it will be keep, keep Maltstock, Maltstock great. great. <laughs> yes, we can. Oh, sorry, old history. Yeah, oh, yeah, wrong president. Oh, look wrong at you, president. liberal. <laughs> So well, yeah. thank you guys for being here, seriously. Oh. To us, it's tremendously important to oh. have guys like you over. The, the, the fact that you allowed us to have, first of all, two master classes with Mark Watt of Tasting Heads. <laughs> 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 so we'll keep calling them master classes. You call them whatever you want. <laughs> that, that was tremendous, really. And, and we, and, and Mark and Joshua and I have agreed none of us held anything back. Good. We all wanted to win. And as a malt stock attendee, we wanted you to know the very best of what we had to offer. Yeah. But as Single Cast Nation and Cadenheads, we wanted Single Cast Nation to show itself as top drawer independent bottler. And unfortunately, Mark also wanted the same thing for Cadenheads, and he showed rather well. So that's why you went for four whiskeys each, so it could be a tie. Clever, clever. The, the, the difference between Cadenheads and, and Single Cast Nation. 150 uh, years? It's about 150 years. <laughs> and they have about a, a, generous. 108 distilleries worth of whiskeys oh, to got. pull from. 
A few, a few, a few. Yeah. Well, you need something old, yeah. something new, something borrowed, <laughs> something blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm well, happy the guys that you really teamed up, you know, because that's the yeah. kind of tastings we're looking for. Oh, yeah. All the regular tastings always like one brand doing all the talking. I like having two brands because you get a whole different style yeah. of talking and a whole different style of tasting. It's yeah. usually it's more entertaining, mm-hmm. even more entertaining. You, you two together are really entertaining. We try well, to be. It's different. Yeah, thank you. We try through. Mark did a ton of research. That. This Mark, is liquid research that Mark is not known for doing. <laughs> so, so the, yeah. So it, he, he actually took notes. Uh, he did. Not He's only got did he take notes, notes. Yeah. He spent twenty-one hours listening to this podcast <laughs> to just dig up shit on us. <laughs> That's a sickness. <laughs> it's a challenge to go through half an episode. <laughs> I applaud him. <laughs> but, so, but so here's something that I would say, and, and I and I appreciate again, like Jason had said. We really appreciate that you would allow us to bring you this idea of single cast nation versus cadenheads or cadenheads cadenheads versus single cast nation. But uh, Tomer from Milk and Honey came up to us and he said, I have been to hundreds, hundreds, maybe a thousand tastings. This was the best tasting I've ever witnessed. Ask him again, sober. Like yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> no, you're not going to be sober. <laughs> but but, but I, I don't think that that statement is unique to our tasting. No, it isn't. I, I it's think it's not unique at all. To no, but that's, that's has been for, for the past 10 years at Maltzog. The, the kind of tastings we've had at Maltzog have yeah, been yeah. like, people from the industry coming here usually are the enthusiasts themselves yeah. and not the salespeople. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the ambassador style that, that's an enthusiast themselves mm-hmm. and they understand the kind of audience that's here. Mm-hmm. If you're doing like your regular sales tasting here, yeah, you'll yeah, know. Why are, why oh, yeah. are you here? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you fail immediately with the audience. Yeah. And we've been very, very lucky with all the, the, the tastings we've had over the past years. Yeah. And even though we decided to change all the, the whole setup this year, even with all the tastings we had, it was, we've had some brilliant stuff happening here. Oh, yeah. Oh, seriously. So we're going to circle back to this year. All right. But oh, I thought you were going to challenge my memory. No. <laughs> well, I'm I was about, about to. to yeah. I'm, I'm about to, yeah. <laughs> so as a Molstock virgin... Like the virgin. <laughs> I have been touched for, for the very, the very first, time. first time. How how did you even conceive of the idea of malt stock? What were you doing? Who were you? And what happened in 2009 that led to you even conceiving of this it idea? It happened in 2007, six or something, years before the first edition. Okay. But we've been attending a lot of the whiskey festivals early on when they just started being mm-hmm. there. And they're always good fun. And you get a glass and it's always about tasting all the new whiskeys. Yeah. You get a couple of hours of session. At least it was like that here in Holland and Europe. It's like three, four hour sessions, get a glass, try the new whiskeys. Yeah. Yep. It's good fun. You try new stuff, try too much, especially in the early days, you learn. Mm-hmm. But if you go to many festivals, you tend to meet a lot of similar people and the same people. And yeah. sometimes you, hey, I've seen you before, you get chatting. But there's never enough time because you're always there to try the next dram. So you yeah. chat like a couple of minutes, but I'm going to try the next dram. But if you ask 
when do you enjoy the whiskey the most? When do you enjoy the whiskey yeah. the most? With friends. With exactly. Friends. Yeah. When yeah. sharing it with friends. Not when you're home alone. No. Ha- I hardly ever pour a whiskey when I'm home alone. Yeah. Sometimes. But more often when you share it with friends. Yeah. So we thought, let's bring all those people. Can, can we do that? Can we bring all the people together yeah, yeah. that we meet at the festivals? But actually, provide a v- sort of situation we've got here now, a venue where there's time, sit down, mm. relax, still enjoy good whiskey, yeah. well, have fun and yeah. chat. And we always feel whiskey is not about the whiskey. It's about the right. people. It's about the people. <sighs> yeah. But you do need good whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You good, need good people as well. But good eat. people with shitty whiskey would still be it shitty still whiskey. Works. But when you bring good yeah. people with good whiskey... Yeah, but good weekend. people with shitty whiskey would, would still be a good night. It would be, yeah. No, good whiskey no with shitty it. people would be a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is very true. That it's is not your first true. rodeo. I understand right. that. We, it's we, true. We yeah. all have that bottle in our collection. We're like, oh, that's terrible. But yeah, friends over and say... Try this, mm. right? So it is. It is. It's about friends, regardless of what's in your glass. It's about the friends and the conversation. Things I really loved. Yeah. Well, what I watched happening here the past ten years is people are actually making new friends here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and whiskey is a sociable drink. We all know that. Yeah. I mean, you can go everywhere. You can go to a bar wherever you are. If you order a whiskey, you're probably soon chatting with somebody else who's interested yeah. in yeah. whiskey. Yeah. And, and if, before you know it, you're sharing whiskeys before you exchange yeah. even names. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah, a, so, yeah, it's yeah. a social drink. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a social drink. Yep. That's what so, I love about it. So, so from being at other festivals, tastings, what have you, you had the confidence to put together malt stock. <laughs> what did? Yeah, <laughs> thank you, sir. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> so, <That> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did year one look like? How many people? What did you do? This was a yeah. long time ago. Was it what whiskey you expected? In whiskey yeah. circles. Yes. No, it was more than we expected. Okay. I okay. mean, but it's year one was really a challenge because we had an ID, but we didn't know how it would work out. Uh-huh. But still, you had to sell it to people. Uh-huh. That's the first challenge. Absolutely. And we were lucky enough to find this venue where it works for us. And what's happened to be like a 50-minute drive for our homes, which is really great. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But now the year one, I mean, if year one and, and year 11 is like, yes, we're on the same venue. Yes, we do a barbecue. Yes, we have a <laughs> campfire. <laughs> and yes, we still have the same look, the feel we're looking for, you know, the, the, the reason why we're doing this, yeah. bringing the people together. Yeah. Yep. Everything else has changed. Okay. All right. Year one wasn't an all-inclusive, not an all-inclusive year. Okay. We had a very low entry fee, but you had to pay for everything. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of years later, we thought it's more relaxed if you pay. Uh huh. (laughs) And everything's included. Oh, yeah. All inclusive. The quality of food has improved throughout the years. I mean, the price has increased as Uh well. We have to cover our costs. Uh, Yeah. But the quality of food has increased both on the Friday and the Saturdays. The quality of the breakfast. First year breakfast, simple continental breakfast. Okay. Now uh, we've got a Scott in the kitchen preparing Scottish <laughs> when, breakfast. When, when did Willie join you? Uh, after Duncan from the Highlander Inn quit. Uh, we had Duncan from the Highlander Inn yeah, in Kukalaki yeah, yeah. doing yeah. breakfast here for okay. a couple of years, which was massive to us. Yeah. But then we had a proper Scottish breakfast. Uh, yes. From the Highlander. Problem yeah. is you can never go back. 
Once you raise the bar, you, you can never yeah, lower can the never bar. Correct, sir. You yeah, can only correct. raise the bar. Uh, mm. We're trying to maintain the bar. Uh huh. Uh huh. Which is difficult sometimes. Uh huh. But so now Willie from the Heelander. Yeah, Heelander. So you traded he's the Highlander for the Heelander. That was brilliant. You he's know. an Ayrshire man. Oh, he's a proper yeah, proud good. Boy. good. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good boy. He's yeah. another Man. Ayrshire man that I don't have the same accent as. <laughs> good thing for us was, well, he took over the kitchen. So. Brilliant. Mm. Absolutely. No, he, he, he provides a good breakfast. We need it, you know. And it's brilliant oh. for us to have a proper Scottish breakfast. It works. Oh. It's fun. But, yeah. but, but, but it's good food. So to take you back a little bit, this is an ex-scouting location. It is. So you have... You have walks, you have hikes, you have countryside, as we might say in Scotland, yeah. around this the beautiful heather, Scottish like heather. Yeah. <laughs> we try. We bring in the Scottish rain every now and then. Yeah, we, we get try. a little bit today. Try. Only minutes yeah, today. Yeah, but Only it's got minutes. Four seasons yeah. in one day. We try. Yeah. <laughs> you still had. Dutch sunshine round about that Scottish weather. Fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. So, okay, so year one, it was, it was always a weekend event. Right? Year one was magic. It was what? It was magic. Magic, I mean, Yeah, right. I mean, year one was because everything fell into place and it worked and we managed to convince enough people to actually come over to mm. just join our ID. Yeah. What was the idea? It was no more than an idea. And people went, and it was really small. I mean, now we have like, Anywhere between 200 and 250 people in a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Year one, we had, well, if we include everybody, probably 70 or something. Okay. Good for first we year. We almost yeah. pulled the yeah. plug like two weeks before the event because financially it was like, are we going to do this? No, <laughs> yes, no, yes. So I'm glad we didn't. Uh-huh. But we were, the, 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 one of the key factors was, I mean, Jim McEwen was coming over. Nice. Really? Year one? Year Jim one. Jim McEwen. Wow. Well, it's us. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> year but one, but it's year one. Like, right? well, it's because we were lucky enough. I mean, we, we were lucky enough to know Jim for a couple of years, and yeah. we were. Uh, it happened to be we were at the Brook Laddie Distillery when it just reopened. We bought a cast and blah blah. We had a lot of fun with it, and mm. we made sure they knew us because we sent it postcards every day. We went to his birthday and brought a birthday cake and put it on the cask and whatever you know. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of fun with it. <laughs> but now we were lucky enough to get Jim involved, and that that helped make the event oh, because yeah. it's a new event. It's a totally different idea. People are like, what the is this? But hey, if Jim McEwing is coming, it must be something yeah, right? serious. It must yeah. be real. It gives yeah. you street cred off the bat. Yeah. It yeah. sold us tickets. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and we didn't sure. sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, Definitely. But like you said, it gave us credit. Yeah. And then we had Jim and Billy Walker was there as well. And, oh, and, and, nice. and they did the campfire tasting and that was like the, the great thing back then was we didn't have the whole area right now we just have the venue room right here uh, so oh. just the small area here uh -huh. and okay. people spent the whole weekend here and then we had a campfire but nobody had seen the site of the campfire before so we took them out and as you know you walk through the woods a little bit it's dark yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there was a campfire lit and everybody was sitting around the campfire and there was Jim McEwen doing all his stories he was bouncing <laughs> oh, around the campfire oh and he was doing all his stories so yeah. it wasn't like a full wow. night <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Billy Walker on the side wearing his costume like Billy is being yeah. the gentleman and every now and then he would go like 
point of order, Jim, point of order. <laughs> and we'd like punch each other behind. <laughs> it was really, it was, that was magic. That was, the people that were there, the first year oh, will tell yeah. you. And it took us like probably eight or nine years to even <laughs> get to the same level at the oh, campfire. Wow. Oh, but luckily wow. there were only a few people there, so most didn't know. But yeah, would be Jim have, uh, having Jim there the first year was massive to us. It helped. And the second yeah. year, I mean, people got talking about it. And you did it yeah. once, so it's easier to explain. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, so here you are. This is your 11th yep. year now. What's your most proud moment? To be on the podcast with Single Cast Nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lifelong dream. Damn, you are good. Wow. You are so yeah, good. Yeah. Just give me your banking details. We'll, we'll Tell me what you should have by now. Year, and that is yours. You forgot again. That is yours. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so aside from being on the podcast which is Asian, incredibly important which is, right? we get it which is a huge achievement <laughs> what was your second yeah. favorite moment <laughs> stuck to have Joshua and Jason over hosting Taysom. <laughs> well, in a way, yes, because uh, you guys travel all the way from the US yeah. just to be here. Yeah. 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 To us, that's kind of silly. <laughs> but we massively appreciate it. Oh. And especially when Joshua, you came out a couple of years ago. You flew yeah. over here from the US. Yes. Presenting Single Cast Nation with isn't available at all in <laughs> Europe. Yeah. So it didn't make any sense but, at all. But I, but, but, I, but I told you this. I told them it, it was a terrible idea. It was a very selfish, it was an incredibly selfish reason. I think I, I told you this. I know. Right? I know. Like, I, knew, I knew about Maltstock first year, and then I kept on seeing it every year. Maltstock, Maltstock, oh, yeah. Maltstock. And I'm thinking, this, oh, is yeah. Where, yeah. this is where my yep. people are. This is where yep. I need to be. And so, so I said, Jason, I really want to do this. And we were, we'd, we'd been thinking about expanding into the UK, into Europe. But we had no plans Netherlands whatsoever. Netherlands especially. Netherlands especially. We had no plan? plans. We, we wanted to, but we had no plans. But it was really a very selfish thing for me to use Single Cast Nation just to come here to experience I it. I loved it. And fell in love. And I've told you this before. And I'll yeah, but you tell you this it. again. You nailed it. You did a taste in there and everybody loved it. But I will tell you this. Every time I see you, this is the best event that we do, period. Yeah. You need to get out more. <laughs> uh, but this is where you are hugely humble and we keep saying like so so we did obviously Whiskey Jubilee in the United States and it was a great 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 consumer event we didn't allow floor models male or female it had to be somebody representing the distillery on every single Good. table yeah. when we spoke to people about malt stock Malt stock was even beyond that, which was industry people would come here without anything to sell. They just wanted to be a part of the community. Yeah. And that's what you have built. But yeah. to me, that's one of the beauties of Malt stock. I mean, apart from bringing all the enthusiasts together, which yep. is still the main okay. thing, is we have quite a few people from the whiskey industry, like yourselves. Yep. Come actually quite a few considering the relative low number of guests we have yeah. coming over. But all the people that from the industry that come over 
are whiskey enthusiasts yep. themselves. Yep. That's the kind of people we have over. But they're here not pouring whiskey. They're here yeah. being a whiskey enthusiast. Absolutely. And they get to mingle with the guests. But to the guests, it's also they can finally spend some time sitting down, yeah. having mm. a chat, sharing a dram, talking rubbish, yeah. whatever. Jason's here, so the rubbish. And normally they only see the people yeah. behind the booth yeah, pouring yeah. the whiskey, pouring the yeah. whiskey. Yeah. And now they can sit down and have a talk. Yeah. It works perfectly for our guests because they can finally connect and communicate with them. Mm. But it works as well for the industry people because they can connect with the guests on a different level. Yeah, absolutely. Try explaining that to marketing people though. Right? Well, that's, no, that's... No, marketing <laughs> people are numbers. And that's the thing. A lot of, yeah. a, everybody yeah. that I have seen here has no connection to marketing people. Yeah. And there are no marketing people here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, le, le, come on, <laughs> come on, real talk, hashtag no, real talk, no, no, come no. on. Mark, Mark Watt has a degree in marketing. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the most bullshit degree in the history of the art. <laughs> he's a brilliant marketeer. Seriously, he's a brilliant marketeer. He's a Mar- Mark Let's Watt, be honest, Caden Hess was dead until Mark joined them. He has surpassed. Passed yeah. his Gaten marketing degree. Dead and buried until Mark Watt joined him, and Mark Watt, what single-handedly revived Caden yes. Heads yep. until a really popular yes. brand that is these days. And yes. he did it in just a few years. Oh, yeah. For, for he, me, it's the brand. It for I, both of us, it became I've our favorite. I've got a couple of favorite independent bottlers. Yep. And he's right up there. Absolutely. And to me, it used to be, and that's the fun part, Duncan Taylor used to be a really popular bottler mm-hmm. for me because of the stuff they bottled. Yep. Yeah. Until Mark left. But Caden has really, the rise of Caden, somebody should write a book about it. Really? That's really down to Mark. It really is. Yeah, it's a one seriously. And what I really love really is what tremendous. he's doing right now is, is keeping it up, building it up, putting new people in place. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's brilliant at him. Seriously. And in my opinion, the right people. Yeah. There's good people. Cameron, And Mitch, he's at the right yeah. place, you know. I yeah. love the... He was telling me earlier today, he told you, right, that he had to slow down sales and he was actually getting extra stuff to slow down sales. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> what company ever says, oh, guys, guys, we need to slow sales down. This is moving too quickly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I imagine the new stuff would be like slow people, but yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, it's Campbelltown. Come on. No, I know, I know, I know. So oh, well, I love Mark bits. So now there's a bit of an expansion going on with malt stock, where. <laughs> Well, it's the best visual. I know. Tune just shook his head and had no idea what we're talking about. Expansion equals extra work. No, 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 no. You're happy on this one. So, so, for our listeners, it was the cartoon sound. But there's next March. There will be a malt stock Israel. That's where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's brilliant. Love those guys. I've been coming to Molsuk a couple of years now. And yeah, yeah, sh- yeah. It looks like there will be a Molsuk Israel edition. Love it, love it. But, but but this is this is what I'm saying. So this isn't this is not you and Bob and and the other folk that that had started this. This is other people who had been coming to Maltstock and yeah. said, 
Yeah. You have created something that ticks all of the boxes. We need to bring this to another country. Love it. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, it's a massive compliment. Yes. Yeah. But what I really love is, I would love, personally, I would love to have all kinds of little Mozart events all around the world. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just because it's bringing whiskey people together, yeah. whiskey enthusiasts yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, let's say once every five years, we'll do a massive global... Yeah. yeah. We'd love it. Not seeing it happening anytime soon, but we'd love it. But, but here's the weird thing, and you and I talked about this last night. The weird thing for me is in the Netherlands, you can have people bring a bottle to mm-hmm. the share table, and you've got 250 attendees who bring a bottle not to be to coin the Murray McDavid phrase, the dog's bollocks, clacking a coin, but instead to just <laughs> share good shit with good people who love good yeah, shit. Yeah, share your shit. Yeah. And, and, when you, and when you go around the world, the laws don't necessarily allow yeah. Yeah. good people to meet in a neutral venue that allows the sharing Boo. of good shit. Exactly, boo. And that's fucked up. That's totally fucked up. But you've got it in the Netherlands. Th- there's always a way around it, come on. We're working on it in the United States, but, but the Netherlands <laughs> has already But you can bring people in your home it. and share bottles. You can. But <laughs> you can, but outside of your home, you have to deal with insurance. <laughs> you can share the costs <laughs> for... Mm-hmm. I have a large backyard, so does Josh. I do. <laughs> I've, but, always, I've always been told I have a really <laughs> large backyard. But we we want to do, we desperately want to do. If you do rent a you venue like similar like this in the US, mm. but just bring your family and have a, like a family weekend yeah. and whatever, that would be okay. Yes. Yeah. And then you can bring booze because it's a family event and whatever. Maybe. If you don't advertise it. Well, it's the advertising. It's the yes, advertising. sir. Yeah, it's the advertising. Uh, <laughs> However, so what if somebody else advertises it for you? <laughs> However, we're working on it. <laughs> but, 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 but this is the thing, and, and this is why I, I, I so. No, that's a lot of I, silly laws everywhere, all but, around the world. All around. But this yeah. is why I'm so desperately in love with what you've done with Maltstock and why I came to my. Virginal are so easy experience to get a small stock <laughs> is malt for the very <laughs> <laughs> you bring people together yeah. and that's that's all we've ever wanted to do in terms of building it's a what community the whole world should be about <laughs> yes exactly and so we are we are so impressed by you and so influenced by you well used word yeah how yep. do you you're a very modest modest chap but how do let's you let's be clear I'm not Maltzog it's you, <laughs> there's a whole team you're, but doing but this you're the only person the you're the only person this is serious this is serious but you're the only here person come. who's awake at 2.45 in the morning <laughs> why to talk with us <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> but but you, oh, there's still whiskey, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but you believe in it so wholeheartedly, but also so innocently. You're not monetizing this. I you, know we should. You're purely 
Hobbit time. Uh, true. He's no, it bringing is. in hobbits for the whole thing. Hobbit Oh, no, Mr. Frodo. No. You wholeheartedly believe in whiskey. You wholeheartedly believe in the whiskey community. And that's what you've built. I believe in people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But as a modest, modest chap, do you see what you have built over 10 years? We have built. You... You're very kind. It's the royal you. No, right. no, 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 definitely not. I want to be really clear about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Go for it. We. We. No, so, that's, that's so for the, our listeners, describe the we. Give yeah, who, the we who are the their we? spotlight. Who's the we? The we is like a whole team. It's like Bob and me started out with, a, with the first idea. Mm-hmm. It's the team we have together now with Stan and Annette and Klaas working our asses off throughout the year. It's a whole team of brilliant volunteers we have doing really hard work the whole weekend but those are the guys that make this weekend happen yeah Yeah. I mean we might be a face of it but yeah you can a face is fine if you don't have a body yeah Yeah. there's no no life we we get it you know we doing the jubilee for seven years in three different cities you know what's we may be the face of it but each city had a team yeah and we the festival cannot happen without that team you know what it's like yeah and it really is a team effort, really. Yeah. No. I mean, if I w- I'm not here, there's still Maltzak. Yeah. That's it's what I say about effort. Jason. If he's not here, there's still Single Cast Nation. And, uh, Can always lose a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the body or the face? I think I'm the, the body. Backyard. And that speaks just terribly about Single Cast Nation. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just poured our second whiskey, and this one is a 21-year-old. Yeah, second whiskey of the day, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a 21-year-old Isla. Bottled in 2019 from the whiskey agency, matured in a sherry. But can you talk to us about this? It's a 20 year old I laugh from the whiskey <laughs> agency. Matured in a sherry. You have connections that run deep throughout Europe. You are getting amazing samples that end up in your pocket that you you are sharing. These are samples from bottles in my cellar. Oh, he's got a collection. Oh, we're coming You've seen back. My collection. We're coming back. We're finally coming to my house. We're I'm coming sorry. back. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I have definitely one more question, and then we have two questions after that. But so that's three more questions. Yeah, that's three. If you're doing the math, so this year was the first year where you did these mini twenty-minute drinks with sessions. Drinks with sessions, which were really, let's be honest, 25, 30 minute sessions. <laughs> anyway. If you were doing them. If we were doing them. <laughs> you, you well, five minutes 20 minutes yeah. once you showed up. <laughs> Go easy. Relax. You come Relax. five minutes late, you run five minutes long. Come on. So Let's relax. Makes you feel at home. <laughs> so this is your first year doing it, which I think was a yeah, brilliant sort of, yeah. idea. Uh, we Obviously, we did our two sessions, and we attended two, three other sessions. Yeah. Chichibu, Rase, and one other one that's escaping my mind. Anyway, how do you feel it went? Do, are you happy with... How did you like him? Both hosting them and attending them. How dare you, sir? How oh, dare you? Dare. Um, <laughs> love them. Love them. I absolutely yeah, no, love I th- them. I thought they were brilliant. I love them. Because, again, from the perspective of someone who needs to do a presentation 
for, first and foremost, when you're at malt stock, you are not doing the here is whiskey yeah. 101. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're already in yeah. the woods, right? Mm-hmm. We're dealing with educated, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it gave us an opportunity, in my mind, to challenge ourselves to talk about our whiskey good. and our process in a way in which we hadn't before. Yeah, good. And in talking to you last night, you were saying the hope was that exhibitors would rise to the challenge of mm. if you spend an hour presenting, yep. you know how that goes. If we walk into a retail store, we spend five minutes presenting. But for malt stock, attendees who are incredibly educated, knowledgeable, geeky mm. attendees. Uh, don't, mm. Oh, come on. No, yes and no. They cle- oh, no. No, no, no. We I, don't, I don't totally are. agree no, 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 no. with Hold the on. nerdy geeky. We they ha- are. They no. absolutely are. A lot are. of them are like me, enjoying the whiskey more. But the, the really nerdy geeky people. Yeah. Oh, so you're taking we, nerdy and oh, geeky no. in, the, in, the, in the pejorative. Oh, no. We say it in, in, in the manner the knowledgeable. of... Oh, yeah. The knowledgeable. Knowledgeable. Yeah. That's you, what that's what we mean. Who, knowledgeable. Yeah. Knowledgeable. Me, if if we go like nerdy geeky whiskey drinkers, we're like, oh, I've tried this and I've tried that special drink. No, and no, 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 Adding on top of that baseline, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you're it's in that impressive. category, and we are in this category, and your attendees are in that I'm category. In the same category as a single cast nation. Ooh. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, we can just finish this podcast you're now. Dirty, <laughs> your dirty talk is the best dirty talk going. Uh, and so I, I but don't there was a question you, somewhere. Yeah, well, so your point well, so, there? No, no. My question was. From your perspective, because I'm sure you you have oh yeah that's right I you, was you stood in on a few <laughs> a few of these tastings. How, how do you feel they went from the from the perspective yeah, of the showrunner, one of the showrunners? How do you feel it went? Are you happy? There's with a it? couple of reasons uh, we would really wanted to do them, and we wanted to do them for a couple of years now. We've been experimenting a little bit with them and see how we could really do them right. Last year, well, two years ago, we just did them really on the side, like a short 10-minute tastings, and we had like two or three. Last year, we had a regular master classes, and on the side, we had speed tastings, we call yeah. them back then. I don't like that name, but... Speed just, doesn't fit, no, it doesn't fit with a relaxed Exactly, weekend. that's one of the reasons. Yeah. And there were 10 minutes, but we learned a lot from them. Yeah, but this year we went, like you said, we went all out. We skipped basically all the master classes. Yeah, yeah, and we know master classes are pretty huge to a lot of guests attending because if you buy the master ticket, you get a couple of master classes included. So all in a ticket price, you know, and you get at least two or three, and people really enjoy what it is. But so yeah. this is different. There's a couple of reasons, and one is because challenging uh, the the hosts. Yep. You guys know if you do a lot of tastings, you get a certain amount of stories, or you get into a groove or a yeah. rhythm or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if it's like an hour tastings, and there's so many of these tastings around, there's so many festivals, and there's so many of these yeah. tastings. There's a lot of importers and, and representatives doing the tastings at the shops or in the clubs or whatever. We've got an opportunity at Malta to do stuff differently. Mm-hmm. The hosts will have to talk differently. Mm-hmm. They will have to be on the game straight away because mm-hmm. it's yeah. a twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no marketing, blah blah, no, whatever. No dilly dally. Yeah. Exactly. Have make sure you have fun. All the hosts we asked 
to do the tastings were like, yes, yes, yep. love it, oh yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. So I'm really blessed with the kind of speakers we have. So that, yep. That's yeah. one thing. But the main thing is, I mean, it's for the guests. Yeah. We feel once they get used to it, <laughs> it's more relaxed for the guests because in the old days people would have to let us know the preference for the for the taste and we would allocate the available seats and everybody would get the number one choice usually and then it's just up to what's available and yeah. you see what happens yeah now it's just whenever you want wherever you want if you feel like a tasting you just look at the schedule and you say I'm going to go to a tasting wherever yeah. mm. There's always one going on. Every 20 minutes, mm-hmm. there's a tasting going on. Every 20 minutes. So if you're sitting down, doing what it's supposed to be, chatting with people, having yep. fun, yep. you're not on a clock. You don't have to watch the clock. Because, oh, my master class is starting in five yeah. minutes. I love meeting you guys. love to chat a bit more, but yeah. I have to go because my master class is starting. Uh-huh. Don't want that. If you're having a good chat, stay there. Have yep. to chat. Finish yep. the chat. Yep. Yep. If you want to go to a tasting... I want to go to a tasting. Ooh, like that. I like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of people also want to go to various tastings. Mm-hmm. I spoke to a lot of people today. They went to like four, five, six, seven yep. different tastings. Yep. <coughs> Which is perfect because you get to listen to four, five, six, seven different people. Yeah. Yep. And six, doing six of these drinks with sessions still equals to only two of the old-fashioned right. master classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still yeah, exactly. only two hours. But so, instead of two yeah. stories, you get six stories yeah mm. so smart so good no I, so I th- in the end I, sh- I think it will be more relaxed but uh, yeah we have to we have to fine tune a few things but it's always it's about the like fine tuning we're always trying to improve but mm. and people have to get used to oh sometimes you show up and yeah well, well it's full it's full I don't want uh-huh. a lot of people in there we were, li- we were limited to 20 people yeah it's a little bit flexible well, 20 people ish yeah. ish yeah. <laughs> so if you're like number 30 no you missed out on this one but each host will do several talks. So it's a second chance or yeah. a third chance. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you really wanted to go visit Joshua, Jason, you will be in one of those tastings. Yeah. Probably. Yep. No, and, and that's what, exactly what we found. Mm-hmm. And even for us to sit in on other people's 20-minute yeah. sessions, yeah. it was lovely just to dip in and... Sometimes 20 minutes is enough. Oh, yeah. It's not a huge time commitment. You're there to taste some things. You're here to to get a bit of a story, understand what they're doing, and and then you can go back to your conversation. I I really love the people of Rasai, for instance. I really love them. And I was so happy Ian was over. Uh Lovely guys, lovely guys. But to have those guys in an hour session at Moldstock, yeah, would be slightly difficult. Yeah, they can do an interesting talk for an hour, no mm-hmm. doubt, because I love those people and I know how they talk. Yeah, but it's all young stuff. Yeah, and mm, <laughs> difficult. We'll have them for twenty minutes. Try the cask samples. These yep. guys, these yep. guys brought all these cask yeah. samples. You know, really interesting yeah. cask samples. Yep. Brilliant. But a, a nice twenty-minute taste. Have a chat. And the brilliant thing is, then they're out on the square. And if you want to know more, sit down. Yeah. yeah. Follow and, them up, and, and ask you know them what? a question. For, for a distillery or brand like Rasse, that's perfect for them. But, right? but you it's must that, find that as well, where you're going to Scotland plenty of times and learning. Not plenty. Come on, how many times a year? Come on. About three. There you go. <laughs> Only three. A lot more than a lot of people. 
Yeah, but plenty. (laughs) But you can do in 20 minutes with a focused agenda what you can otherwise do in an hour. Exactly. And that's what I took away from today. Yeah. Yep. We were 20 minutes of commitment as single cast nation. We got to clearly present our ethos. We got to clearly present our drams. In in 19 minutes, you were out the door. But we... Well, in your case, like 15 minutes or something. Depends how long we are. Like a stuntman. And how late we are. And, we and treat all of our tastings like a podcast. <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> how much Mark Watt and Billy will have to step in for us. I'll do a fair. Yeah, proper tastings as well on Friday evening. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But I love the fact that it just kept moving. Yeah. And we could go and experience other people's classes... Yeah. And we could run it, and it was it's one of the things I was hoping for as well. Get a bit more of a flow. Oh, because otherwise people are out for an hour, and that's like twenty minutes, and they come back. Yeah. And when people come back, they chat. Yes, and they talk about what yeah. they've just been. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you're no. creating more of a buzz. We hear from other people where the good place to be was, and that's what I was yeah. hoping right. for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and and we try to respect that and honor that, and we did. We, we poured at 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and we did two master classes yesterday on the Friday. But we got to experience malt stock, and we got to share Single Cast Nation, and we got to speak to Toon, and we got to speak to Mark Watt, and we got to speak to a whole host of people. I thought you would it, remember all the names. <laughs> not all the names. <laughs> but it just kept rolling just along. <laughs> it was absolutely tremendous. You're, you're absolutely I'm doing it right. I'm glad you joined it. No, Maltstock is absolutely doing it right. And we talked about this, and we've talked about it on the podcast, the pad cost, where... <laughs> I accidentally pronounced podcast really? pad cost, and I will never fucking let it becomes, that down. It becomes Southern Hemisphere really quickly. The pad, the pad cost. cost. They take out your ball gag. We <laughs> <laughs> work on the pad cost. I mean, once if you wear a ball gag for you wear a ball gag one time, one time, you become the ball gag guy. But 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 but. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, my point, some festivals have become... Lazy ass balls. <laughs> <laughs> you're pushing it too far, Tim. You're pushing it too far. Some, some, Never pushing it too far. <laughs> Continue, though, please. Some, some festivals are just get-your-money's-worth festivals. Yeah. And, and they yeah. last three hours, and you blitz it as much as you can to get your money's worth. You're a weekend. And and, and what's the ticket price? 250 Two, euros. It depends on uh, 270-ish. All right, if you're so staying with us, everything full on 270 that's, euros. That's cheap. Stupid. Cheap. That's absolutely yeah. cheap. stupid. It's room and board. Right? It's if all food. inclusive. If that's your If you want to, you don't have to spend anything else. That's amazing. Yeah, that, don't, don't come here with money. You it's a weekend to. away. Yeah. 270. That's Cheap. stupid. That's absolutely okay, stupid. We'll raise the prices. It's yeah. smart. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. No. And that's the thing. So we did the same thing with Jubilee where, where folk were like, you could charge twice that amount. And we were like, we, but we don't want to. We want that we to be exactly, the price. We don't want to. And we're actually working hard not to. Yeah. yeah. 
every year we try yeah. to get in yeah. sponsors and we get in sponsor yeah. deals and whatever. It helps us to keep the price as is. I mean, no, we have to change it every now and then, but it's a non-commercial event, period. We're not yeah. even allowed to make a big profit. I, I, I wish. I, oh, we don't want to. We, we've yeah. seen a ton of Europeans here and a, a ton of Europeans who have supported Single Cast Nation and supported Maltstock and supported other people besides. I, I would love to see more Americans who are used to the American model, which is the same type of number. The American th- model, bigger and better? No, no, no. It's not. That's, that's kind of my point. Is If you spend $250, $270, dollars in America, you get a three-hour festival yeah. where you get to enjoy a VIP hour. If they could... Also, right. yes, exactly. Right. Yes, Tune has his head in his hands right now. Tune's right. head just <laughs> fell off. I'm like three hundred dollars, three hours. I'm yeah. expecting something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a much happier ending. Yeah, yeah. When you come over to Europe and you come to the Netherlands and you see the Dutch people and the welcoming nature of the Dutch people, yeah, and your volunteers who are just putting in their time here. They're brilliant, really. Yep, yep, really like, lovely. yes, you might have to buy an international ticket, but holy shit, the ticket price that you charge that gives a weekend of tastings. And food and a place to sleep. Good food. Right, right, exactly. It's, 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 uh, it's, the value is higher than the cost. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We, we, yeah. you are. The only thing is, and people do need to realize it, if you stay with us at the premises, it's dorms. It's shared it's facilities, dorms. it's There's dorms. There's snoring, there's farting. We get if it. If you can't sleep with the <laughs> snoring you farting, you haven't had enough to drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? That's, if you haven't passed okay. out. So we, we do need to close this out. We do. So no, you do. So I'm I'm spent and Jason is. You've like you've like switched your time right now. You're yeah, like if it's not six a.m. and I'm going to sleep. Like five days, but hey, we need to close it out. <laughs> so we, we, we did you pay for a hotel room or something? We did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two questions for you. Oh, again, nice. <laughs> two questions. So uh, I I think you've listened to the question number before. one. <laughs> Always include in our podcast a question about misconceptions or preconceptions that you have heard here you are this is year 11 this is you know really your 10th anniversary your 11th year and i'm curious whether it's through malt stock or visiting distilleries or what have you what is a misconception you've heard from attendees or on tours you've done you said where on God's green earth did you ever think that? And But you treated it as a teachable moment where you can educate them and say, I'm not sure where you got that idea from, sir, ma'am, whatever, but let me let me educate you on this. Has there, has there been a, a misconception that you can share from with us? From a guest point of view. Yeah. yeah. What the hell is single cost nation and who the fuck are Jason and Joshua? <laughs> wow. The thing is, he's telling the truth. I guarantee it. It is actually. <laughs> uh, well, not these days, but especially the first year you came over. 
Yeah. Joshua, single cast nation. Like, uh. Oh, yeah, who nice. is that? And you nailed nice. it. Did I nail it? Seriously, you nailed it. <laughs> and you were so popular the second year you came back because those when we allocated all the yeah. master classes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not kidding right now, it's true. Well, it's silly because you were still weren't available in Europe. Yeah. But the only way people would know you is if they had attended Moldstock because Singer Cast Nation in Europe. Yeah, right. Joshua. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. That's huge. I have never huge. been a misconception before. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wow. a deception before, though. <laughs> my, wife will tell me, my wife will tell me differently, I'm sure. <laughs> Your mom tells you you're a misconception. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, maybe we should do a misconception. <laughs> Comes so, a quiz near you. So I, I love that misconception. <laughs> Mostly because it's about me. But so we, we started asking Misconception this. world, misconception universe. <laughs> Malstock has cracked it. There's we, no we, doubt about it. We started a new tradition actually here at Maltstock. Yep. To come every year. Well, yes. No, I, I told you. We, we've, already, we've already blocked out the time. We're, yeah, we're here. That's 11th or 13th September 2020. Thank you. Nailed it. Yep. It's, it's my wedding anniversary. Tickets available now. Thank you. <laughs> so bring the wife. What we really want... This, this, this could perhaps be the most important question we've asked. Is this the last or the... This is yeah. the last. This, this is, is it. it. No, no, no. no this, this is the last last one. One. No, yeah, the first one. Yeah, this is the last Get one. Out here There's a there. few more drums left. <laughs> Ah, fuck, dude. I'm, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you need to pour some of this spring bank if you hadn't already. Yeah, we were, it's a longer, actually, but... Jesus Christ. What is it? Well, it says spring bank, but it's oh, the Peter Springman's version, yeah. I, I thought it is. This is one that Serge raved about, like 93 points or something. It's a lovely little whiskey. I think right? it's... Okay. Are you coming to Israel in March? Yeah, I would love to. If I, if I can, yeah, I will be there. So love to see what they're doing. So what's your it sounds like a Maltzog Deluxe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Seriously. Ta- the time venue, will tell the, in Israel. No, but the venue tell. they've got. Yeah. I mean, the they've got, it looks the, beautiful, they've got yeah. like small dorms or rooms, mm. like four people with private facilities. Mm. So uh, you'll be sharing yeah. with a lot less people. Yeah. They've got a brewery on site. They've got Offer the Chef doing all the food. It looks brilliant. Have you seen yeah. the pictures? Seriously. Not, not the yeah, it looks brilliant. Yeah. I mean... If that takes off, we could be done. <laughs> <laughs> they should charge twice of what we're charging. It won't be a Maltzik Deluxe. Well, less the effort, and then you just fly to And then Israel. you can also yeah. travel Israel. Yeah. Are you going to fly there, or are you going to drive there? I'm not going to swim there. <laughs> a little backstroke? <laughs> How many I'm not, hours? I'm not much of a stroker. How many hours... <laughs> Jason, on the other hand. On the other hand. It's always the other hand. He uses his left hand. It's called the stranger. (laughs) All right. Oh, no, No, hold on. Say thank you. Right. Jason. And now you need a bathroom. Yeah. Thank you to this man for his time, his weekend, his organization. It's been brilliant. And his volunteers. We will see you next year in Tel Aviv. Thank and you guys for being here. Seriously. It wouldn't be possible without guys like you. Cheers. 
Cheers. This is an absolute blast. This is an amazing place to be. No, and it's relaxed. That's the only thing it is. <laughs> relaxed. I'm so excitedly what's, what's relaxed. What's word for relaxed? Relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Has beaten a record for uh, the you know ba- basically being the most popular podcast dropped on you know as far as number of downloads and streams go. Fuck, I can't use English language. I'm just saying <laughs> from the top. <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> so I. <laughs> God, that was terrible. That was terrible. So okay, I, yeah. I have to tell you, 